Your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. Now then, Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen is stressing the need to review unconventional monetary policies that central banks around the world have been deploying in response to the 2008 global financial crisis. Last week, we heard a critique of the proposed monetary policy of Bernie Sanders, would-be US president, as uh, one theoretical base of this is modern monetary theory, or MMT. It's also been an area of discussion in the United Kingdom. But let's now bring in Professor Randall Ray, Economics Department at University of Missouri, Kansas City, for a little bit more on this and maybe a bit more of a defense of uh, the Sanders School of Thought. Good morning to you. Um, so, by way of a reminder, but also perhaps as a way of gaining a bit more insight into your own view, could you give us your definition of MMT? Well, modern money theory uh, begins by recognizing that there's a difference between a currency user and the currency issuer. Uh, almost all currencies around the world today and back through history have been issued by a sovereign authority, uh, we can say the national government. And uh, we argue that it should be pretty obvious, but it's been lost in economics discourse, that it makes a big difference whether you're the user or the issuer. Almost all economists, policymakers, and the popular media start from the presumption that a government's budget is just like a household's, and we say that's obviously false. So what's been lost is an understanding of how sovereign currency systems operate, and that's the main thing that we've tried to bring back. We've updated it a bit, and we brought in a much more detailed analysis of monetary operations involved in using fiscal policy and the connections to monetary policy. What about the associations with socialism? Well, there's not necessarily any association with socialism. Uh, people who have worked with us developing modern money theory and uh, people who, uh, who just accept the basic premises of the theory uh, run the, the full gamut of political persuasions. Uh, so we've got... Uh, even uh, free marketers who mm. accept our description of the way things work, their policy prescriptions might be different from mine. Why but would... There, 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 there's yeah. no necessary reason why MMT... I, I, I wrote a piece on MMT for Austrian economists, mm. uh, arguing that uh, they should also embrace the main principles of this approach. But, but why then would the theory be appealing to a Bernie Sanders or a Jeremy Corbyn in the UK, for example, both of whom are considered to be leftist, uh, to say the least, when it comes to their economic perspective? Well, once you understand that sovereign governments that issue their own currencies actually are nothing like households and nothing like private firms. So the analogy between 
the budget of a household and the budget of a national government is completely false. We hear politicians and some economists say all the time that, oh, if I ran my uh, household budget the way that the U.S. government or the U.K. government or virtually any government in the world runs their budget, I would go broke, which, of course, is true. They are currency users, not issuers. Mm. Uh, Governments that issue their own currencies who don't promise to convert it at a fixed exchange rate against gold or a foreign currency simply cannot run out of money. They cannot become insolvent. They cannot be forced to involuntarily default on commitments they make in their own currency. So once you accept that, then you can derive policies from that recognition. And those who think that there is more that government could do, uh, for example, to uh, speed recovery out of the global financial crisis, uh, once they've realized that government actually can afford to do more, might then recommend that we do do more. But again, you don't have to take that approach. (laughs) You can say, yes, I could recognize that the government could have done more to get us out of the deep recession. But, you know, frankly, I don't want the government to do that. That's fine. The criticism that we heard on the show last week centred on this idea that it was reckless to to print money, that uh, it was out of touch with the original purpose and uh, tool of money as as it's developed in human societies over a long period of time. But this is modern money theory, as you've called it. So c- can you just address that criticism criticism for us. I mean, do you think people are just scared of the idea that this is going to completely distort markets? What are the fears that you would want to address? Yeah, well, I think, I don't know who uh, was uh, on your show, but that is a complete misrepresentation of the history of money. Uh, Money, in fact, was uh, almost certainly originated to move resources to the uh, authorities or public sector, whatever you want to call it. Um, so that that was the original purpose of money. Rather than so as I being like a, a, a replication the, of goods, the, for example? I know, the, the Robinson Crusoe and Friday story, that is just false. There's absolutely no evidence in support of the idea that money was created to replace inefficient barter exchange. There is just no evidence in support of that whatsoever. Historians and anthropologists um, uh, have looked through all the evidence that we have, and that is just false. Anyway, it it doesn't matter because we are talking about modern nation states. And I think that when someone says that MMT just advocates printing money, that actually is not uh, what we advocate at all. First, we describe the way that sovereign governments spend they spend through their central banks, and their central banks' uh, operating procedures include the private banking system. And so it actually would be closer to the truth to say that governments spend by crediting bank accounts. They don't print money and fly helicopters around and drop it like Milton Friedman Mm. uh, said we could assume. That's just not the way that it works. When the government spends, bank accounts get credited. Now, the reason why that's scary is because 
there's a, a belief that in the past, uh, and it's not completely uh, unwarranted, that sometimes governments spend too much. And we agree with that. Governments can spend too much. They also can spend too little. Uh, so what we need to do is design policy so that it spends you know, more or less the right amount. Can I just finish by asking you why you think people are getting behind the Bernie Sanders economic agenda, if you like? Do you, do you think there's a, a broader understanding of, of MMT, or is this simply about populist ideas, i.e. solving some of the fundamental economic constraints that, that we're being forced to live under in the modern world? Yeah, I, you know, I wouldn't even say that Bernie Sanders necessarily embraces modern money theory. Uh, he he has uh, at least one advisor uh, who does and who is uh, providing advice to him. But it, I think that why Bernie has captured um, sort of the imagination of American voters is, you know, he's he first is talking about things that actually matter to Americans, uh, and he's uh, refreshingly uh, uh, doing that. Hardly any candidates do talk about the things that people are worried about, inequality, poverty, uh, joblessness, uh, lack of decent public infrastructure, and all that. The second thing they like is that Bernie Sanders, uh, finally we have a candidate who is not the Wall Street candidate. Mm. His spending priorities match those of the vast majority of the population, and, and they happen to be policies that are not supported by the top 1% on Wall Street. So I think that that is a, a reason why uh, he is uh, much more popular as a candidate than people yes. uh, would have thought. And I think if elected, Bernie would give us an updated version of Roosevelt's New Deal. People are trying to make a big deal about uh, Bernie's own personal politics. But the kinds of things he's advocating uh, were in Roosevelt's New Deal. Well, and the original New Deal is what brought America into the 20th century. We need a similar effort to bring us into the 21st. And I think that uh, his policies would do that, and that is what has captured the attention of voters. So populists can sometimes have negative connotations. Maybe in touch is a better way of describing it. Uh, and you've at least provided some confidence this morning that um, it is possible to adopt MMT if indeed that is what happens uh, in the future from whatever political background without uh, the kind of problems that we were warned of last week. Thank you so much, Professor Ray, for taking the time. Thank you for having me on. Professor Randall Ray from the University of Missouri, Kansas City, and we'd love to have any further feedback via email, efmthismorning at gmail.com.